Hello, this is Geraldine St. Joseph. Thank you again for joining me. This is Coffee with Conversation for Wellbeing. Today we're discussing imposter syndrome. So confronting your imposter syndrome. First, what is imposter syndrome? Imposter syndrome is when we have a sense like we are not qualified, people are gonna figure out who we are and there's like an underlying fear. Sometimes it's a part of anxiety, but even people who don't normally get anxiety could suffer from imposter syndrome. It comes from a place inside of us that feels like we're reaching too high and it's a part of our ego that's trying to pull us backwards or trying to make us recognize that we need to be more prepared even when we don't. So there's a certain sense of being or having to be ultra prepared for things. Imposter syndrome can work for you, but most of the time it works against you because it gives you a, a lack of confidence. It really erodes your sense of self and it's not necessary at all to utilize it in that way. We can utilize it in such a way that it can help us to discover where our shortcomings truly are so that we know where we need to um, study more or get more things accomplished. Did you know that when imposter syndrome was first studied, they actually believed that it was only something that women felt? Not true, men feel it also. In fact, 70% of the population at one point or another has felt imposter syndrome. They felt like they got offered a job that they're not really qualified or that they're given a task that they're not truly qualified for. And let's be serious. There are times when we get jobs that we're not qualified for or we're given tasks that we feel we're not qualified for that on paper we may not have what's necessary there. But in here, we actually do. If I believe in an employee, I will give them projects that they have to reach for, where they need maybe a little bit extra training to see exactly how, um, how inspired they are or how, how much enthusiasm they have for the job, to see how creative they can be, to see how far they will reach. These are important things as we're moving forward, because when you're in school or in life in general, you need to be willing to grow and learn. Imposter syndrome can show us where we need to grow and learn. It can also be a symptom that we are dealing with, I don't want to say low self-esteem because that's not really what it is. It's more a sense of denial almost, denying who we truly are, denying our greatness, denying our knowledge, denying our, our true potential. The only way to reach your potential is to constantly move past where you were yesterday. It's small incremental steps that will take you great distances. As they say, every journey begins with a single step. So if you're feeling this pressure of imposter syndrome, feeling like you shouldn't be there or you're not as good as the other people around you, 
just remember seven out of 10 people around you are feeling the same thing. Even great minds like Maya Angelou and great scientists, great politicians, great people of all types, kinds, styles, backgrounds have had a sense of imposter syndrome at one point or another. So remember, this is universal. It's not necessarily something that you have to really focus on or delve deep into. It's something that is very common. And it is something that comes from our ego to try and protect us. However, what it's protecting us from is success. It thinks it's protecting us from failure, but failure is just a stepping stone to success. It's not something we need to avoid. It's something we need to accept when it happens and look and see, well, what can we take from this and move forward with? So what is the difference between imposter syndrome and low self-esteem? Well, someone who has very, a lot of confidence and high self-esteem at times may feel imposter syndrome because the sense of being an imposter is simply that um, it's a sense that people think more of us. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen the, the little plaque that says, someday I want to be as great a person as my dog thinks I am. It's kind of like that, where you're seeing other people's opinions of you and then trying to figure out, okay, how do I live up to that? Or can I live up to that? But the thing is, the reason why people have those opinions of you is because you've already proven yourself. You've already done that. Whereas low self-esteem comes from, um, it, it's a deeper thing. Imposter syndrome, you kind of go in and out of. It's not something that's there all the time. Low self-esteem tends to be there long-term and it tends to be more of a foundation, whereas imposter syndrome is more of a, a surface level uh, sensation or feeling. You may feel it really deeply for a short period of time, but generally once you've overcome whatever the, the hump is that you're trying to get over, then that goes away. It's no longer a, a major stepping stone or something that's pulling you back. Low self-esteem, however, is your foundation. And when low self-esteem is your foundation, then everything is a struggle. And you really have a difficult time moving forward. Imposter syndrome doesn't really stop you from moving forward. At least in most cases, it does not. Low self-esteem will. It'll keep you stuck. Imposter syndrome is supposed to make you look around and say like, okay, what am I lacking? What else do I need to learn? What do I need to be able to accomplish this goal? So that's the difference between the two. Low self-esteem takes a lot of work in order to overcome it. It takes a great deal of shifting of thought and shifting of inner emotion, like rearranging things and creating a new foundation. Whereas imposter syndrome can be easily dealt with simply by looking at all your achievements, recognizing your achievements and your goals and seeing how they pair up. And then also, as I said, seeing Maybe there are holes in your knowledge where you need to read up a little bit more or ask somebody or study up a little bit more. doesn't mean you're an imposter and seem like you know it all. It just means that there are gaps in your knowledge. None of us can know everything. 
Our name is not Google. Even Google doesn't find stuff a lot of times. The sensation of feeling like an imposter can be a symptom of something greater. It can be a symptom of, um, if it's something that happens all the time, it can be a symptom of dissociation and different things like that. But that's getting more into the realm of um, mental illness, which is not what we're discussing here today. And it's a very, very small percentage. Remember, over 70% of people at any given time feel imposter syndrome, like they're, they're getting sensations of this. It doesn't mean that you have low self-esteem. It doesn't mean that you have mental illness. All it means is that you're human. It's a very natural thing. If you have any questions or if you'd like to work with me personally, please let me know. Contact me at my website, Relationship Coach Geraldine St. Joseph, RelationshipCoachGSJ.com. Thank you again for your time. And that is the end of this video. Blessings.